Welcome, everyone, and thank you for joining us for To The Mat, the Real Talk Wrestling Podcast, where we talk about what's happening in that crazy world of wrestling. So thank you for joining us for this crazy ride through the world of professional wrestling. I'm your host, Leroy, and like always, thank you for being here with us. And also like to thank everybody for their support and also their continued support. So, the Royal Rumble, I was not, I did the podcast beforehand for the Royal Rumble, so we were not able to, um, you know, speak about the winners and losers. So we were going to go over that a little bit today and some of the other craziness that's been happening and my thoughts on some of the people there as well. So we will be talking about all that fun stuff. But I would like to start off here. I know we usually say stuff that's a little... I don't know. I don't want to say... I don't want to grab words from other people, so I don't want to say that word. But, um, you know, we just speak our minds here, I guess. I'll just just leave it at that. We're going to speak our minds here, and we're going to talk about what we want to talk about, not what... Everybody wants us to talk about, it. so we'll we'll leave it at that. We'll put it, we'll scratch it up as that in us in a roundabout way. But before we go, I guess we could start with the Royal Rumble and then get into the other stuff. And I guess we could kind of transition because it is kind of a transition. So the Royal Warner Royal Rumble winners, the 2023 Royal Rumble. So I guess we'll talk first about the actual rumble itself and we'll give a good round of applause to our boy gunter 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 however you want to say it he set the record for the most amount of time in the actual royal rumble the men's royal rumble match and then we have uh alexa bliss if you didn't realize it check it out because Someone put it up. I think it was on uh, TikTok or something like that. But the match between Bianca Belair and Alexa Bliss is actually the whole fight scene is basically the fight scene from Scary Movie, if you check it out. So it's actually kind of funny. Uh, So that was pretty hilarious to see, to say the least, to see that, um, you know, they actually did that. And, of course, we had some surprises and some people back. Uh, Booger T was a surprise over there. Uh, Brock wasn't very much of a surprise, per se, because, for the most part, everybody knew he was going to win. So, uh, he was going to be there, I mean, sorry. He was going to be there, so. Uh, we all knew that already, so there wasn't really a surprise about that. So, the overall winner of the Men's Royal Rumble was Cody Rhodes. And I can't get behind him. <laughs> I'm sorry. Um, him coming out in the button-up suit with the sappy sad story and that goofy-looking tattoo on his neck. I I can't. <laughs> I can't get behind him. And I don't mean to pick on somebody's disability, but that, that speech impediment when he t- gives a speech just gets to me. It's like, how am I supposed to take this guy as some serious person? I don't, I don't, can't, I'm sorry. I just can't. So, not, not for me. And we will speak some more about that type of stuff. Uh, the winners. The pitch black match. 
Wow, that's all I have to say. We'll get into that as well. But um, Bray Wyatt was the one that won that. And then for the women's was Rhea Ripley. I'm happy to see that. She's pretty good. So, <coughs> I'm still battling this cough from this respiratory thing. So, it was nice to see Rhea Ripley. I think she deserved it. And then we had the bloodline. We had Roman Reigns, which will bring us... Into what I had marked down as our first. But I figured we'd go over the winners and losers first to get that out of the way. And kind of speak on that. But um, the bloodline. Roman won his match against good old Kevin Owens over there. Our boy Kevin over there. Uh, it's okay match. Kevin is a really good worker. I'm pretty sure none of us thought he was going to win. And he didn't. But we finally, to the long-awaited, long-anticipated, and ongoing forever trilogy of the Bloodline and Sami Zayn story, we finally had, I guess, part two, part one, I mean, part one of the conclusion. Because everybody saw this a mile away. They milked it and milked it and milked it. I think a lot of people were getting sick of it. Me, myself, I was. I was tired of hearing it. I'm tired of seeing it. Um, we Like I said, we saw it coming a mile away. So, no shock there or anything. Per se. So, you know. It wasn't too bad that part. Because we knew. Like I said, we knew it was coming. We saw it coming a mile away. So, it wasn't like, oh my gosh, they actually did that. It wasn't a shocker for us. So, you know. I mean... We knew Sammy was going to turn eventually on them, so. We all, like I said, we saw that coming a mile away. Everybody did. It's fine. But we're finally done with this story in some aspects. Because the one thing they did throw, the little monkey wrench into the works of the uh, actual, um, what do you call it? Of the actual uh, storyline ending there was Jimmy. Jimmy put his head down, couldn't hit Sammy, and walked out. <coughs> I think that was a twist that, once we saw it, we said, ah, oh, yeah, you could figure it. But I don't think a lot of people thought it. So that was kind of a nice little plot twist. I'll give them a lot of credit for that. That was, um, you know, that was the thing there. That was good. I agree with that. That was nice to see. It was, a, like I said, it was a nice little plot, plot, plot twist. Woo. I'll be okay there. That was a good plot twist, so that was pretty good. I I think part of my um not caring about the storyline. Glad as hell the rock wasn't there. Um I'm not a fan of the rocks and <laughs> haven't been probably never will be. I don't know, but um I'm not a fan of the rocks, like I said, so I wasn't saddened by him not being there. So that's I, I'll just say that right out. I'll just say that right out. You know, wasn't sad he wasn't there. Was kind of happy in in ways that he wasn't there because it just made everything better for me. But um, I think my thing is is sick of the whole bloodline. 
sick of the revolving door of everybody from that bloodline or that family being able to, I guess, basically, you know, no matter what happens, they're always there. They're always in the wrestling. They're throwing down our throats. And, you know, we basically got to put up with it for the most sense, if you want to watch that particular wrestling. And I'm not saying don't watch them, don't enjoy them, whatever. I'm not saying that. I'm not saying I'm a fan of one company's over the others. Nothing like that. So hear me out before we get to the end of this nice little thing here. But, um, you know, in all honesty, come on. We all know what Rock's dad did. He was a child molesting rapist. So, you know, don't hide behind the curtain there. We all have, we all have those uh, skeletons in the closets or um, little thoughts and stuff that happened in our past. We all have that. Don't try to hide it, Rock. <laughs> we all know the truth. So, you know, it is what it is. We all know this. We all know that. If it wasn't for your family, the Wild Samoans, if you're a long-term wrestling fan, the Wild Samoans, if you're not, you can look them up, but the Wild Samoans were there first, and then, well, Rocky Mo Rocky Johnson and Big Chief Montevia, they were the originals, kind of, but um, that was, uh, what do you call it? It's like, no matter who you are in that family... The Rock was throwing and shoved down our throats until he caught his thing and got his uh, thing. Um, Roman Reigns, the same sense. Throwing and pushed down our throats until they made him the man and beat everybody and beat Bruno San Martino and all these other people's records. And he's like the greatest thing ever. And have these people, if it wasn't for the family before them and their family involvement in this, wouldn't even be there. How many people have gotten in trouble? Not speaking of um, Roman or The Rock there, okay? Because they, they didn't do that type of stuff. I mean, The Rock's father did, but but uh, The Usos. The one dude caught drunk and driving so many times. And has this blown, brushed under the rug. It's okay, it's one of them. Uh, Rakishi freaking sucked. <laughs> Just brushed under the rug. It's okay. You could suck. Well, still caped you. He really did suck. <laughs> There's no two ways about it. And we have a plethora of people from this family who are just given the pass and able to run rampant. And it's shoving down our throats. And we don't get to see anybody else. Every now and then they'll throw in a Drew McIntyre or a Sheamus or... Well, they haven't given it to Gunther. Bobby Lashley. I loved it when he was champion. He looks like a champion. He presents himself as a champion. He shows respect for the belt. Although, the belt looks like a piece of garbage from kids' toy. In all sense of the words, but... Other than that factor, it's a stupid-looking belt. It doesn't look like a championship belt. It's made just as stupid and as silly as some of the shit they do. But, um, you know, Nia Jax is back. Oh, my hole. If you remember that, people. 
So, uh, you know, no matter what you do, if you're part of that family, you're going to be on top. You're going to be throwing down people's throat. You're going to hold down everybody else in the company. And that's just that. Okay. I'm sorry. It's just black and white, man. And you got to call it the way it is. If you disagree with me, that's fine. That's what we're here for. We're not here to change people's or force people to change their way of thinking. We're here to give a different perspective and listen to everybody's perspective. And that's my perspective. And I'm pretty sure there's other people that agree with my perspective on the situation. But now that we've transitioned into that, now we have, and we spoke about the winner, Mr. Cody Rhodes there and I feel sometimes like he's pushed down our throat too because of who his father was. But uh, I'm sorry. <laughs> I've never been a fan of his since day one. Since AEW, since anything. He's annoying. He was actually more annoying in AEW because he brought his goofy wife out with him. So that was another one that you just put your hand over your head and went, what the hell was that shit? But anyway... So now we move on to our other friend, Mr. Braid Wyatt, and the gimmick match. The lights out gimmick, let's put glow-in-the-dark bullshit on our faces and wear glow-in-the-dark trunks and shit. Wow. <laughs> that was really, really horrible. This whole, I don't know. I when he first came out with the whole um I forgot the name of the movie where he plays basically um what you call its role. Uh you know, when he came out with the flower shirt and he did that whole part for the um for the movie with uh why why can't I think of his name? The guy from The Godfather. I can't think of his name right now. I'm looking it up. But he did that whole part. Uh, I mean... I like that. I don't remember the movie. That was pretty cool. So it was... Uh, Al Pacino. Or no, I'm sorry. It was actually Robert De Niro. I'm so sorry. It was Robert De Niro. We're going to Google it right now. Cape Fear, I think it was. Was the name of the movie, if I remember correctly. Uh, Cape Fear with Robert De Niro. Let's see. I believe that is the name of the movie. Yeah. Cape Fear. See, I did remember it. Yep. Robert De Niro. So, he basically took Robert De Niro's part. Played it up. It looked like the Robert De Niro part. Don't get me wrong. I'm not saying he copied it completely. He played kind of like... um, It was kind of a mix of... Robert De Niro's character in, in Cape Fear. And kind of like... Um, you know, the Waco... The Wacko from Waco. David Koresh kind of cult leader type deal. It was kind of a combination of those two characters brought together. Because he had all the guys around him, Braun Strowman and Brody Lee um, and uh, Eric Rowan or 
Eric Redbeard, whichever way you want to phrase him. But that was his little cult there. Then Alexa, of course, afterwards. So that was his little cult deal. I mean, like I said, when he first came out with the whole kind of um, backwards woodshed behind him, the whole lantern and the rocking chair and the Hawaiian shirts, it was cool. That was cool. It was creative. Yes, it was a kind of a play on another character from a movie, but it was cool. Then we had the whole fiend. I was even feeling the fiend. Some of the stupid matches that he had, and when they burnt him in the middle of the ring, was kind of like, scratch your head, what the hell did they just do type of shit? But, um, that was okay. And then they got rid of him. He disappeared off the face of the earth for a while. And then all of a sudden, he's back. Mr. Hunter Hearst Hemsley. Paul Levesque, whatever you want to call him, brought him back. Because as we know, he's in control now. So he brought him back, and he says, you know, here you go, Braid. You do your thing, and you, you know, you do your whole job, and this whole nine, and you do all this bullshit and everything, and you do your crazy, weird-ass gimmick for us. And... You know, we would kind of give that sense of the of the Braid Wyatt type thing. But he came back, and it was... It, I don't know. Like, I feel like every storyline they do is this long, drawn-out bullshit. And you just sit there going, when is this going to freaking end? Because the Roman Reigns bloodline shit still ongoing. Bray Wyatt shit still going going. It's like, oh my god. First we had the fire friend funhouse shit. It was eh, the whole two split personality crap was kind of iffy at best. And it's made you sit there and scratch your head and go, God, why? Why is he doing this shit now? It was just like complete and utter. You just didn't know what to do or say about it, basically. And, <laughs> you know, the two personality shit, and he bought that out now, too. It was kind of far fetched. It was a little bit odd. Alexa Biz being possessed type of thing was kind of weird. She was just, I don't know. To me, she didn't fit in. I'm sorry. She just didn't fit into the situation with me, for me. She's an okay worker. You know, she's not horrible or anything. She just didn't fit in for me. I could see her doing other stuff, but that, she just didn't fit into that. And she still doesn't to this day. No matter how hard they try to put her in. I, I just don't feel it. I don't see it. So... I'm not, I'm just like, what? And then this, you know, Bo Dallas, we all know who it is already, just give it up. Um, Bo Dallas and this whole Captain Howdy shit. 
It just makes you sit there and go, what the hell are we watching? What are they doing and why? But this match, I think before when they made him unbeatable or unstoppable until Randy, you know, did the whole burn his ass alive shit. Um, that was a little far-fetching out there and you were kind of wondering, what the fuck, <laughs> what the hell are they doing now? You, like, didn't want to know what was next. You couldn't believe what was next. And you didn't know what to make of the situation. So, that was a little out there and far-fetched. <coughs> Sorry. So, they bring him back. They give him Captain Howdy. They give the characters that they're actually walking around. And we did actually see the Fire Five Flunhouse shit again. For one segment. And you just sat there going why. But oh my god. He thinks he's some Thesperian actor here. And it's like why the hell do you think this? You suck. This They gave him. I don't know. They just gave him way too much creative control. Of what the hell it is they did for him. But holy shit. They need to take some of it back and reel his ass in. Because this is going out of this like way out there. I don't care for LA Knight or Eli Drake, whatever the hell you want to call him. He's a good worker. I don't care for his style or character. None of the characters he's ever played, I never care for. So, no slight on him or anything. It's just I don't. His character doesn't gel with me for whatever reason. But, <laughs> it's kind of like, holy shit. That poor guy had to be dragged into this crap. But now we have Bray Wyatt. He went through the match. He had some, like, vulnerable minutes, moments. But then this whole walking down, walking down Eli Drake while he smashes him in the head with that freaking kendo stick kind of shit was like, here we go again. You couldn't beat him before because he was unstoppable. You had to burn his ass. What the hell? And now he's back. After you burned him, he's back. So now what the? F what are you going to do to him this time to get rid of him? Or to make him beatable? What? What is it? Because what are you going to put the title on him and have him outrun Roman Reigns? Shitty fucking reign of uh, champion forever in a day? Are we going to do that? I don't know because... I hope not, because I don't even want to see that shit. It's just completely and utterly, like, what, why? And the whole Bo Dallas, Captain Howdy crap. This is really, really bad B-rated type horror movie shit, basically. That's all it is. B-rated horror movie shit. And... Some of the B movies, when you were younger, you kind of like enjoyed, like Puppet Master or whatever. But holy shit, this is not enjoyable. This is like Toxic Avenger type crap. Like holy shit, with this all this B movie, like fandom horror movie shit, it sucks. It's done shitty and horribly, and I don't want to see any more of it. I mean, I'll watch to see what they're going to do with his weird ass after this. Because where do you go with this whole thing? 
You can't have him face L.A. Knight. He just walked down L.A. Knight while L.A. Knight was bashing the living hell out of him with a kendo stick. So where do you go from here? So, God. When they first got rid of him the first time, I thought, oh, poor guy. He was pretty creative and fun. Now I'm just like, holy shit. Boy, they saw this one coming, didn't they? That's why they got rid of his ass. They saw that shit coming a mile away. Anyway. So. We'll move on to that. And then we'll move on to two other sucky people that I have to go off on this week. Dominic Mysterio. You sucked before this whole jail bullshit. And you suck even more now. Because it's so... You're trying to make it over the top to make it look stupid. And you're just making him look stupid. Or stupider. And you're just making him even more to the point where people just don't want to freaking look at him or pay attention to him. No one cares. Gives a shit about the guy. He doesn't look like a wrestler. His moves are... I mean, he has some moves. Don't get me wrong. His dad is freaking amazing. And is a true legend. But man, when they say the apple sometimes falls far from the tree, man, that's ain't shit. That apple fell off the tree, rolled down the hill, and hit the lake. So, that one's a way off there. Anyway, just because the dad was good don't mean the kid's good, right? So, Ray, uh, not Ray, I'm sorry, Dominic Mysterio. Now he's harding criminal for spending overnight in jail. Wow. I didn't know spending overnight in jail made you a hardened criminal. But hey. Okay. They just completely made his shitty character even shittier. And his whole mommy shit with Rhea God. Get Rhea the hell away from him. She's actually really good. And they're putting her with him. Oh Jesus Christ. Don't kill the poor girl now. You finally gave her a win where she can go for the title and hopefully win the title. Just get this... Like, shitty-looking, non-wrestling loser the frick away from him before he destroys her and takes her down in flames with him. Holy shit. That is horrible, man. He just sucks and gets suckier every week. He's like on Braid Wyatt's kind of level right there. Just sucks and just got worse by week by week. Every time you turn around and you think something's going to get better with these guys, it's like, holy shit, what the hell did you just do now? So let me, first though, let me say, Triple H, if he's the one booking the show or whoever the hell's booking the show, a lot better job at booking the show. But geez, what the hell did you bring these characters? But, and Karrion Cross, that's another one. Holy shit. Shave your head and look like you're freaking intimidating, not part of some fucking boy band. You suck too. They were right by getting rid of those. And now we, ruin, we move on to the person. Maybe this is, I took it a little personal. And that's why I'm going on him. But even before that, I didn't like him anyway. So, Seth freaking shitty Rollins. CM Punk, don't come. Oh, wait a minute. I'm sorry. He didn't say CM Punk. He said Paul. Don't come here. You're a cancer. Why? Because he's fucking 100 times better than you? Because you went and watched some old 1960s Batman show or 19... 19- 70s Batman show and took the Riddler's act, used it as your own, dressed like a jackass and danced like a shithead. 
and your stupid ass wife. I'm the man. I'm the man. I'm the man. No, you fucking suck too. Um, Seth fucking Rollins. What a shitty goddamn wrestler. Shitty talent or no talent if that. I guess you could. You know, you crippled Sting. <laughs> you basically ended Sting's career for the most part. And you kept doing that stupid freaking buckle bomb shit. And the stupid curve stomp shit. Two shitty looking moves. They look devastating, but they're shitty. And as you can see, they can really hurt somebody. So stop doing the stupid ass moves, please. Because, no. We don't want to see anybody else's career go as, like, um, Sting or Biggie. Because, holy shit, man. Where does headed for that goddamn disaster there? Any minute, any day now. But I think it's freaking hot. You're a canter. Don't come here. Why? Because he's like 150 times better than your ass? He actually has talent. He can actually do a promo with not laughing like a fucking jackass. Or have a bunch of people around him like the shield to save his ass because he sucks. No, he doesn't need that. He can, he can bring an entire group of people and just bring them in with his words and his wrestling. Yes, he's older now, and he didn't wrestle as good, and he got hurt. But guess what? He's still looking 150 times better than your useless ass, Seth Rollins. So go to hell, Seth, all right, please? You fucking suck. You and your wife need to go away really quick. You giggling, freaking um, Riddler ripoff. So there you have it, people. I got to go off. I feel better now. It's a whole new time, and I feel better. So our call of action here. Please rate, review, and subscribe to the podcast. You can find us where you find your favorite podcast, Anchor, Spotify, and Google Pod, and all those other great places. I'm your host, Leroy, and thank you so much for joining us, and thank you for all your continued support that you give us at this podcast. Thank you so much. Have a great, great week, and enjoy that wrestling.